morning. Welcome to Caffeinate Your Career. Today's topic, why feedback is a gift. I am your host, the career coach with the most, Jason Hopper. Happy to be back here after a week off. With me today is our continuously cool community liaison, Jill Tokoboto. Good morning, Jason. Jill. Welcome to Cabinet Your Career. Thanks. I am checking to see if we are live. And are we live? Let's see. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to figure that out. So, Jill, today's topic feedback is a gift. I like to start always by um, kind of you know, setting the definition. So what is feedback? So feedback is any information that you receive about yourself. And it can be received in a subtle way or in an obvious way. And typically it's used as a basis for improvement. Okay. So um, let's, let's play. By the way, I see you. Out, so we are live. Just to let you know, I, we are live, and I see Sharon. Hey, Sharon, it's good to see you on the show. Let's do a, we got a scenario, right? Well, I do. Yes. Do I play the scenario? Yeah, let's do the scenario. Okay. So, Jason, let's let's pretend that we're planning a summer party for Tony and his friends. Okay. Okay, because he had his last day of school, he's ready to go. So, as we plan... We'll just walk through it. So, Jason, let's plan this great summer party for Tony and his friends. I think it should be a superheroes theme. What do you think? Okay, but like, what specific superhero are you, do you think? Hmm. I like Spider Man. Let's do Spider Man. Okay, but are we gonna just do Spider Man, or like, what other things do you think would work with Spider Man? Well, I yeah, I like Spider-Man. We could like decorate the whole house with spider webs and you know put little spiders around. I think that'd be cool. Uh, you spiders, okay. But what about like his villains? Oh, okay, yeah. I like the villains. Okay. Okay, so now let's go to a different scenario. Right. Now Jason's going to use the word and Instead of the Instead word of but. but, right. So, Jason, let's plan this great summer party for Tony and his friends. That sounds great. Let's do that. Okay. I think of that. Let's have a superhero theme. I love it. Love superheroes. So does uh, Tony. Okay. Mm, Spider-Man. Let's do Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. And, like, do we want to put any other superheroes in there? Um, yeah, we could. I, I'm not sure which ones. Um, what about Spider-Man and Batman? Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so now, <laughs> when you think about the scenario, right, and every time you said the word but, I was like, ooh, you're going to criticize my idea, where is this going? But every time you use the word and, I thought, ooh, Jason's going to add something. It's going to be a positive add. 
And so it's all about how you present information yes. and what the end result is. So if we went on the butt train all the way down, probably would have taken a lot longer for us to plan this. And you probably wouldn't have felt uh, that it was more collaborative rather than combative. Exactly. And that, my friends, is feedback. Yes, exactly. So feedback can be a gift right? Yes. But it can be a gift that you might not want to ever get again. <laughs> right, <laughs> depending on like how it's how it's given and the person giving it to. We'll get into that exactly. here in a minute. But, um, so Jill, um, how does one get feedback? Well, the easiest way is to ask. Okay. So you can ask your friend, how can I be a better friend? Right. Or you can ask one of the, your teammates, how can I be a better team player? You can even ask your boss, how can I or the people you, who report to you, how can I be a better boss? Yeah. So if you want specific feedback on something, you need to ask. And it's important to be specific in the ask. Exactly. Right. So this morning. As we were preparing for this, my very first podcast. That's right. <laughs> and I know that you're an expert at it. You've probably done hundreds. And so this morning when we were planning, I asked you, Jason, I'd really love to get feedback after this podcast. And specifically, I want feedback on X, Y, and Z. Yes. Yes. And you'll, you'll get feedback. Thank you. I yes. Don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll make sure to get you. All right. <laughs> uh, and also, too, guys, by the way, if you need feedback on your resume, your interview style, what questions to ask in the interview, mm -hmm. if you need help with any of that, you can call us at 972-437-9950, extension 379. Leave a message, and one of our coaches will get back to you within 48 hours, and we'll start you on that process. All right. That's great. All right. So, Jill, we talked about how to get feedback. Right. Sometimes, though, it seems like people want to avoid feedback. Feedback. Why is that? Well, sometimes feedback can be so painful, right? Depending on how it's given and how it's received. And so there's an author, um, her name's Sheila Heen, and she wrote this book called Thanks for the Feedback. And she talks about that intersection between our two basic human needs. First one being the need to learn, and then the second one being the need to be accepted. So we as humans, we're really hardwired to learn, right? Right. We taught ourselves how to walk, pretty much how to talk, you know, all of those basic things. Um, but learning about ourselves can be unpleasant. It's, it's very sticky, learning about yourself. Yes, because it's a deficit, right? It's somebody telling you something that you're not doing well or that they think you should be doing differently. Or to, for improvement. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. oftentimes, too, I think that, like, that's, uh, or I say it's, it's sticky, it's that self-reflection, mm -hmm. you know, the, and, and really when it, you get down to it, it's that honest look at yourself. Yeah. And figuring out what it is that 
you are good at, what you're not good at, what needs improving. I think oftentimes, too, that there are plenty of people out there willing to point out things that you are not good at. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, and I think in, in that sense, in it itself, you know, being self-aware and knowing what it is that you are good at mm -hmm. and what you already know needs to be improved, mm -hmm. you come out a lot uh, stronger. Absolutely. I think. Um, you know, I know like, like for me, I know the things that I'm not good at, <laughs> right? I, I already know. Like, like I said, it, it, and it doesn't bother me that much because I only focus on the things I am good at, just my strengths. Right. Um, cause you know, I know like, and, and it, this is not, this is not new information. If you guys have seen any of uh, the live streams or the podcast, you know that I am not that great uh, with math. <laughs> I'm not good. I don't math. Okay. Uh, right. Um, it's it's just it's just it, part of it was how they taught me how to do math. Right. When I was a kid, and it stuck with me. Um, and I just I just don't math, and that's fine. Right. I don't need to know that because. I have a phone and I sure. can ask Siri and I have a calculator <laughs> on the phone and you know I also uh, Tony is very good at math and I will ask him and right. he can figure it out for me. Yeah. Um, so I don't care. Right. I don't. It's not something that I worry about. I focus just on the things that I know I'm good at. But think about this: when you're in a new job, Ooh. right? So I'm in this new position. Just started in February. And it's something totally different than what I've ever done before. Yes. This has nothing to do with me being a retired elementary school principal. So I come with a few insecurities. I mean, I think I was great at my job prior to, but now this is a new thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a little insecure, not sure about things. And I don't know the team. I don't know my boss. And so when feedback is given... That can be a hard thing. Yeah. Right? Because right. I'm trying really hard. But at the same time, though, to be fair, when you did sign on, uh, we were still building out the program. We, yes. Basically, we, were, we use the term a lot in, in staffing. Uh, we're building the airplane in the air. <laughs> yes. So that's definitely Because you're like, I was like, so, Jill, what do you do here? And you're like, I. That's a good question. I don't know. Not really sure. Yeah, I'm not, but and now that the, now that the uh, connected learning center is open, mm -hmm. yep. it's being used. You yep. knocked out of the park. You got you connected to the right people, and yep. things are happening. Right. Yep. Uh, just real quick, Jill, I wanted to just give a couple shout outs. I see okay. uh, Drew Dunn is out there. Phil Buckmeyer's out there. Yes, Sharon. Everybody, Sharon said, y'all connect with me. Everybody connect with Everybody connect with everybody that is on the chat right now. You never know who somebody's going to know. I see Gabriella Cardena in there as well. Everybody get connected. Everybody. That's an easy ask. Say, hey, Jason says we should be connected. Go get connected. <laughs> All right. Jill, um, you're right. So, oh, right. So it's it's really, it's, it's. We're hardwired to learn, mm -hmm. right? And then the other part is we, we want to be accepted. 
Absolutely. We want to be loved and cared for, and we want yeah. people to yeah. know us, right? Right. And candid feedback, right? It can hurt our egos. Yeah. Especially in the new position. So just being conscious of that and how you walk into a session to get feedback and how you give feedback. So I wanted to mention, Jason, so there's these two hormones that our body produces. Yes. It's called cortisol and oxytocin. Okay. And you've heard of fight or flight. Yes. Right? So let's say you're in a situation where you're going to get feedback and you are a nervous wreck. And now all that cortisol is being produced in your body and it's fight or flight because you don't know what to expect. And then when you're stressed and you're anxious, you're not really listening. You're not really hearing what the other person is saying. So if you're relaxed and you're in a trusting environment and you have some psychological safety with the person who's giving you that feedback, then your body starts producing this other hormone called oxytocin. Okay. And it's the feel-good one where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be accepting of your feedback, and I'm going to hear what you say, and I'm going to try to implement the suggestions that you're giving me. So it's all about the situation and the relationship you have with that person mm -hmm. and how that is being approached. That's very interesting, uh, Jill about the chemicals and one of the things that I just have never really thought of because, you know, I, in my job as a career coach, give feedback constantly. Sure. That's all I do, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that's the other part of that that you mentioned, which is that trust, mm -hmm. right? Because every relationship, if it is going to be successful, has to be built on trust. Absolutely. Right? Uh, whether it's this, right? Because I told you, don't worry, I got you. <laughs> yes, you don't, don't be nervous, don't worry, I got you. I got and my this. cortisol level was up to you this morning. <laughs> I was like, it's okay, we're gonna, it'll be okay. Or, you know, my relationship with clients when they come to see me, right? Because, and it's one of the reasons that I, every time I start with a new client, I give them my background. Sure. They need to know who they're talking to, right? right? And, and that, I have been doing this for quite some time and am mm -hmm. good at it and this you know right so they feel comfortable going into it exactly um because you know and it, it gets really hard sometimes especially because when clients they come in and they're like oh look at my resume my resume <laughs> is really good look at this resume what do you think and I'm like well let me tell you what I think. Yeah. And it's hard, especially on that end, because people really, they love their resumes. They fall in love with their resumes. Right? And they've worked hard on it. And they worked right? hard on it, right? Yeah. To, to get the, the perfect resume. Yeah. And then I'm like, let's do this and move that here and put that here. And it's sometimes uh, they don't want to have that feedback, even though they ask for the feedback. Yes. And now, now we got two choices. <laughs> Client either accepts the feedback that I gave and makes the changes, or they're right. like, nah, I'm, nah, bro, I'm doing it my way. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes a little bit longer to get hired because they exactly. did not take my advice. Yeah. And that's really the, really the crux of what I do mm -hmm. 
is I just offer suggestions based on my experience and the constant research that I do mm-hmm. to stay up to date on trends. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't, like, job search is one of those things that changes. Yeah. I have to be up to date on the things that change. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm not as good and on my game as I should be. And, yeah. you know, so then, you know, clients either come along or they, yeah. you know. Well, it's like when I first started here and I had just gotten my LinkedIn profile, I didn't even know what that was. I did the same mm-hmm. job for 25 years, you know, and then I did this LinkedIn profile and you were like, it's good. And, and right? right. The more I talked to you, the more I realized what an expert you were in LinkedIn. Like you were all about LinkedIn. You knew everything about LinkedIn. <laughs> I and don't you, know everything. Well, you know a lot more than the average person. I, I, think, Jason. I, I, can t- I can talk about LinkedIn forever. <clears throat> and so you gave me suggestions and I looked at it and I changed things and you know, I feel like it's that much better. Right. But I could have just blown you off and said, yeah, you know. Well, so, <clears throat> right, but but it is what, the, the difference is what you're trying to do with it, which is establish not only brand, but awareness. Because you want people to know about the Connected Learning Center and call you or send you messages or DM you. Hey, Jill, I'm going to use the center for that. Great. Let's get you set up. Right. And, and it's that, it's that content. And you were like, I'm like, that's a good piece of content. Jill post that. And you're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, trust me, trust me. It's going to be great. And then yeah. it starts moving. Right. Absolutely. And it's, it, I, but again, you're right. It, it's, it is the context. And the, the relationship, the trust. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Because you realize as soon as I started talking about LinkedIn, <laughs> like, okay, this guy knows a lot more than I do. I should probably pay attention right. if I want to get my profile sorted. Right? right? right. Um, so how have we learned to accept feedback as a gift? You know, I think that one of the biggest things is recognizing the different triggers. Mm-hmm that people can experience. So there's these three triggers. The first one is called the truth trigger. Okay. Okay. So there's what we know. Yes. And then the story that we make up around the incident. Right. 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 I've been there before. So thinking about that trigger, then you think about the relationship triggers, right? Um, And it could be from a past person who gave you feedback. Um, and you think to yourself, how well does this person really know me? Um, do we have some emotional baggage attached yeah. to our relationship? Do you trust and respect that person? You know, I've been in situations before when someone has given me feedback about maybe a presentation that I've given, and it was really offensive to me because I saw how that person presented and the feedback he was giving me, he wasn't doing in his, you know, sessions. And I thought, how can you be giving me this feedback when you don't even do it? Right. Right? So yeah. then it was it was a negative experience for me. Because of the person that was giving it to you. Exactly. And so 
it bothered you. Uh -huh. Did you implement the suggestions that were made? I didn't, Jason. Okay. Because I just blocked it out. So you became defensive. Uh, I wasn't defensive. I just didn't take any of his suggestions. Okay. Because it didn't feel like it was of value. Okay. So it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. So that was that was difficult for me. Well, I think, too, you know, the, the whole point of feedback is to grow. Absolutely. Right? Um, because we want to get better at things. Mm -hmm. I... See, so here's what, what's kind of interesting, right? It's like we will we will do the the live stream and the podcast, right? And guys, the live stream turns into the podcast. Is how that works. Um, I don't know. Like, and what I mean is like, I don't like guys. Unless you tell me, I have no idea if any of this is helpful or not. Sure. It's something that we do on a weekly basis, and <laughs> it's like, uh, how's it going? I don't know. I, but, and here's the thing, and this is the reason why we continue to do it, because when I do get feedback, mm -hmm. and uh, I had, I had a, somebody said, I'm connected to this person on LinkedIn. They were a frequent viewer of Caffeinate Your Career. Mm -hmm. She sent me a direct message uh, two weeks ago, said, thank you so much. I was going through uh, the interview process. I used the tips that you and Allison nice. had suggested. Uh, I've got two job offers right now. Wow. And she goes, I credit a lot of it to watching Captain Your Career. Cool. Great feedback, right? Absolutely. That makes me feel like, oh my God, this person's not a client. She's not a client. She just was somebody that watched Captain Your Career live stream. And would comment and ask questions occasionally, and apparently we did something that was helpful to her. Cool. That's good feedback. I love when I get feedback. When we did, uh, so when we were in the lockdown pandemic, <laughs> and um, we did a lot of webinars, right? Because everything was virtual, yeah. right? Yeah. And I remember doing a presentation, and uh, Phil's like, do you want some feedback? I'm like, yes, I do. Because I, although I'm comfortable presenting, right. usually it's in front of people. Sure. Virtual something like never really yeah. done it before, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I remember Phil said, he said, stop watching the clock. <laughs> so he told me, he said, stop watching. He said, he said, do you have your phone there? I was like, yeah, it's right here. He said, turn it over. He said, <laughs> I'm in my office, right? He said, he said, he said, take your cell phone, turn it over, take your phone, turn it, oh, you know, so that you can't see the clock. He said, you're talking too fast. You're trying to get all the information in, in the period of time. Right. And he said, it's too fast. And I'm like, good to know. Yeah. I turned over the clock. Yeah. I didn't worry about the time. Mm -hmm. And the presentation went a lot better. But I love that he asked. Right. Well, that can I give you feedback? That's or are you that's open right. to feedback? Again, yes. It's 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 you have to ask that question and and instead of just you know, Joe. Here's what I thought today. Exactly. Like, oh, 
was like, oh, okay. Well, it's one of the things like that as a coach that we that we do is you know if they don't ask, it's like, hey, here's my resume, isn't it great? Or hey, here's my resume. Okay, great. So what do you think? Well, want to tell you what I think. But if they don't ask, then it's like, hey, can I offer a couple suggestions on your resume? Exactly. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, but it, it's it's that, uh, it, well, it's basically just asking the questions, mm -hmm. which is you know, really, again, what I do is I just make suggestions and ask questions all day. Yeah. You know? Well, I think, too, you know, we're talking about the, the triggers, <laughs> right? Um, you know, and the, the one was like the, the truth trigger, right? And it would have, and I always like to like think about driving. Okay. Right? So the truth, and what actually happened was somebody cut me off. Right. That's the truth. Right. The story that goes, oh my God, I was almost killed. That person was trying to kill me on the road. That's the story behind the truth, right? Right? Is that that they were trying to kill me? Yeah. No, they just cut you off. And <laughs> I think that the more that we get to recognize those uh, triggers and stick with what we know, yeah, it's easier to accept that that feedback. Mm -hmm. And let me not forget the last trigger. Mm -hmm. So there's one more, the identity trigger. And that is usually related to something that happened in the past that we just can't get over. So okay. you might have gotten feedback from a superior and it didn't go well. And now you're a little shy about getting feedback from a superior. Somebody else. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's... Um... It's one of the things that makes the difference, especially in a job situation. Yeah. And the interview situation. Absolutely. Because, and we talk about this a lot, is <laughs> when you go to interview, what you're trying to do is show how you are a solution. Your past experience can be used in the future to help this company. Yes. It's that, it's that, um, what has happened in the past can affect what we do in the future. In this case, for feedback, <laughs> right? Like your, your, your example, you might not want to ask for feedback or get feedback from somebody because of a bad experience down the, down the way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, by the way, Sharon said, uh, I do that as well, ignoring the negative perceptions. You have to know your value. That's right. Yes. Gabriella said, hashtag true trigger. <laughs> I love it, Gabriella. Love it. Um, so when's a good time to give feedback? When somebody asks. Oh, there you yes. go. When somebody asks for feedback is when we give yeah. feedback. And I think the time and place matters too. Yeah. You know, it's like I asked you this morning to give me feedback about this. Mm -hmm. Now, later on, Jason, when we're sitting in the lunch room and there's other people, and then you start giving me feedback about this morning's podcast. Not the right time. Or the right place. Or the right place. Yes. Yeah. So that all matters. Yeah. Right? Well, I think that's true. Mm -hmm. And uh, timing does play a good part because sometimes. 
we need to digest and and yes. and think about it and you know break it down a little bit before we get right into it. And I think part of that is again sticking with what it is that we know and is the truth versus the opinion. Because I think that that sometimes that perception is often what muddies the actual feedback. Yeah, absolutely. I, I also think, you know, a lot of times as a manager, you just start to pile up all of these things that you're going to give feedback on, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the year, when you do your, you know, annual evaluation for this employee, right. it's like 25 things that you're giving this person feedback on. Well, it's not very timely. Had you given that person feedback at that time, then he or she could have done something. Right. And that is why I believe uh, yearly reviews are a waste of time. In fact, yeah, all of the research and things that I've read is do it quarterly. Meet with meet with your person each quarter and be like, okay, this is the things that we need to work on. Or or are we hitting our goals? Are, uh, you're hit. You're, you're. You're. This was what the goal was at the beginning of the year. Are we okay? And if we're not, what? What can I do to help you meet that goal? Yeah, and it needs to be ongoing and consistent yeah. as well. Right. You know, so that then I feel better every time we talk about the feedback. <laughs> right. Because right. Because the right. Feed, you're getting that honest feedback yes. every time. Yeah. Jill, like. Um, you know, we talk about like how to give feedback. Well, you, you mentioned uh, earlier, but before we started the live stream, what is this? What is the sandwich method? What is that? Ooh, so the sandwich method, right? It's start with a positive, yes, and then give feedback, and then end with a positive. Okay. And you know, if I'm the person giving feedback, it tends to make me feel more comfortable because giving feedback can be, you know, a little stressful. For the person giving it yeah. as well as the person receiving it so as the person giving it i might be like oh jason you did a great job at x y and z and, and i would give you some constructive feedback and then i would end with a positive now sometimes it can muddy the waters because all you're hearing is the positive and you walk out thinking i'm the greatest thing ever she loved my presentation Jill thinks i'm doing the best job ever because you didn't really hear the constructive feedback in the middle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yes, it's a good thing. And when you read all these articles about giving feedback, that is the number one suggestion. Okay. The sandwich method. The sandwich method. Yes. But the more I get to know you and the more we interact with each other and we have a relationship, I can ask you, Jason, how would you like to receive feedback? Yeah. And you can say, well... I love hearing a positive first, you know, yeah, or something right. like that. Or I've been in situations where my boss would say, hey, tell me what you think went well in your presentation. And it's like, oh, well, now I can say, oh, I thought I did this really well. And I focused on this because last time we talked, you gave me yeah. suggestions. Right. right. Now I'm starting off with a positive and I'm feeling good about what I did. So it, it could, yeah. yeah, that's a good method. Yeah, I, but also too that you, that's right. It, it comes from um, just that that building 
of the relationship? Because I tell, and I'm bad. I'm so bad about this. Like I would just walk into your office and just start talking to you. Like, and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and we actually had the conversation. I was like, I'm sorry, Jill. Let's start this over. Um, good morning. How are you? Right. And but and I, it's not. It's just how I work. If you, and now that you know that, and now you know when I come in, it's not like I'm trying to be rude. It's just like, let's move stuff along throughout the day. Like, you want to talk, and let's talk. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, I think, too, uh, oh, yeah, focus on behavior, not personality traits. Yes, exactly. Because then it becomes so personal. Right. Right? So, it's... Feedback is specific, and so that when you walk away as a receiver, you know exactly what you need to do. And and I think the biggest thing, too, is to not feel like you have to implement every single thing that you receive feedback on all at once. I think that's that's exactly correct. And in fact, I, I would suggest that you not do that. Because once, if you change everything, you don't know what actually worked the first time. Yes. It's one of the reasons why, uh, and I do this with clients as we go through the process, mm-hmm. right? Which is, what is working? And sometimes I just ask, right? It's like, oh, Jason, I had an interview. Well, how did you think it went? Especially when we get to, I had an interview, didn't get a job. I had an interview, didn't get a job. Interview, didn't get a job. It's okay, well, what is it you think might need to tighten, be tightened up? Yeah. Okay, let's work on that. But I can't, let's change everything. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know. It becomes overwhelming. That's the other part. Yeah. And that's, that too, like job search itself can be overwhelming just because there's a lot of different parts in it. Right? There's a lot of things that you need to do to be successful. And so it's already somewhat overwhelming, which is one of the reasons I uh, work with clients on breaking things down into time and increments to do the things. But because the last thing that we don't want is people to get burnt out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in making suggestions and feedback, you know, I mean, just make sure that they're comfortable with the suggestion and not change everything at one time. Yeah. And so that's called the drip method. You okay. just do one drop at a time. One, one thing at a time. Yep. And so it's not overwhelming and you can figure out what worked. Yeah. Maybe what didn't work. Yeah. Fine tune and then move on. Right. Because again, it's all about <laughs> growth. Absolutely. Right? Yes. And improvement. Yes. Um... Oh, and then that was the other part, was to give specific examples yes. when you're doing feedback. Yeah. That helps a lot, Yeah, I think, as well. Um, what about receiving feedback? Yeah. That, that's, that's hard. That is really hard. Because somebody is, in theory, criticizing you. Yeah. Right? Right. Who likes to be criticized? Yeah, not me. Oh. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So, you know, I think that when you walk in with the notion of I'm going to listen, I'm going to hear, and I'm going to digest and process, 
Yeah. Right. And you go in just kind of with that neutral attitude and feeling. Lower your cortisol level, increase your oxytocin level. Now you're open to whatever that person has to say. And knowing that you don't have to do everything. You don't have to do anything. It's up to you. Right. 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 That's right. Feedback is a gift. That's you can cool. return it. You can never take it. You can <laughs> enjoy it. Can you right? re-gift you can re-gift it? You could love it, Jason. You could re-gift it. You could re-gift it. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's right. I, I think that's important to remember is that it's it's just that person's perception. One person's perception. That's that's why I never put a whole lot of um emphasis on the resume for clients because the client will ask me my opinion and what I think and I will give them my opinion based on one my preference as a recruiter but two I also know what is working right now in the marketplace and what is not working in the marketplace and again and again things change but I also know that that client is going to go to somebody else and say, Jill, what do you think of my resume? And Jill's going to go, well, I would do this, 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 a change. And then they come back and they're like, they changed it. Right. Yeah. Or, and this, and this is what <laughs> is, you know, we talk uh, sometimes about AI. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> and, and chat, what is it, chat, CGT, P? No, I don't even know. But, <laughs> but you can have the, the, you can have it written by the computer. They can write your resume for you. Yes. And I've seen them. And they are definitely applicant tracking system compatible because right. it's a computer writing it for the computer. Sure. But and and again, like my opinion, I don't put any stock into it because I understand that the importance of the resume is I mean they're not going to go away, and they are important, and it is important to have one that is applicant tracking system compliant, guys. It is, but also, too, the resume is not going to get you the job. So right. what what I think and what I suggest and you get feedback from somebody else and what they tell you, I don't really care. Because right. it's not black and white. It's not. And it's also, too, like, it's not about me. None of this, None of what I do is about me. It's all about the client. Yeah. So, like, any feedback that I give or somebody else says something else, I don't really care. Yeah. You can take it or leave it. <laughs> that's right? exactly right. I mean, I, and by the way, my suggestions are always the best suggestions, but <laughs> you want to go talk to somebody else. And I've had that happen before where a client, client will, like, uh, go with a different career coach. I want to work with somebody else. Okay, cool. That's fine. And they always come back. See, and I wonder, Jason, at that point where, you know, if a client said, I don't want to work with you anymore, I want to work with a different coach and to provide growth for yourself, it's, can you tell me why? Right? Yeah. Because maybe you did or said something that offended that person and you weren't even conscious of it. Yeah. And so now you'd be more careful of... And that, the next client. that happens sometimes, um, you know, like if we get <clears throat> referrals from uh, any of the clinicians <laughs> yeah. or it's a returning person and they previously worked with Phil. Mm -hmm. 
it feels like uh, they need they need what they need is you. Right. They 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 talk to me already. They don't need me. They need a new perspective. They need you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> right. But it's uh, and that's happened to me before, right? Where a client, it's like you know, uh, I've, uh, you know, she's like, I want to work with somebody else. All right, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, um, I don't put any stock in that, and the reason is because I understand. <laughs> I'm a lot, guys. I am. I am a lot. I know that. I know my personality is yeah. not gonna fit with everybody. Yep. I understand. That. And if that's the case, that's okay. Look, yeah. we'll find, you can go talk to Allison. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Because again, it's not about me. Yeah. And that's something too that that you know. Even though I am amazing at what I do. <laughs> Jill's like trying not to laugh. It's true, Jill. I'm damn good. I know you are. I know. I, and I'm confident in my ability. That's why I, I can you say are. that. <laughs> but again, I also have it, I've learned to take my ego out of it. Because it's again, it's not about me. I, my whole goal when I get a new client is to get that client off my active list as fast as possible. I don't care if I suggest something or if you suggest something, right? And talking to, because you've talked to some of my clients, whether you do it or not, right? Yeah. Right? Or you suggest something, or Allison suggests something, or they see uh, uh, somebody else on the live stream and they suggest something they implement. I don't care where the advice comes from. Mm -hmm. I just want them to be successful and have a job and get off of my active list. Yes. Because yeah. I don't care about the rest. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Um, okay. Also, I think to ask open-ended questions yes. to get that perspective. Yes. Because asking, hey, did the podcast, did the, did the podcast go good today? Yes. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. That's not very constructive. No. That's not good feedback. Yes. Yeah. Versus what do you think we can do differently the next time? Or what should we add? Those are the the open-ended kinds of questions that should be asked. And yeah. I also think like restating what you heard, because if I'm a little nervous to hear your feedback, maybe I'm not hearing it the way you intended. So for me to restate it and say, so Jason, what I'm hearing you say is I need to X, Y, and Z. Right. You can say, yeah, absolutely. And then we can talk more about what that looks like. And it, I will do that. Um, <laughs> And it's one of the things that I am working on improving, right? Is to, and it's, it goes the, like, I do it all the time, right, with clients, but not so much like, and what I mean is ask. Like, I'm, and it's just like, I'm sorry, Jill, I don't understand the question that you are asking. Mm -hmm. Can you rephrase it in a different way mm -hmm. so that I understand? And that's also too, like, and I tell clients when they go to interview, if you don't understand a question, yes, ask them to repeat it in a different way because otherwise you're, you're just like, I don't know, and you're trying to figure it out. Time's going by and, and you're probably not answering you, the question. You're not answering <laughs> the actual question. Oh, that's yeah. the worst, right? Yeah. And, it, and I. <clears throat> And I would see this 
too, like when we do mock interviews with clients, yeah. and I ask the question and they answer and they didn't really answer the question. Yeah. And then, of course, when we do feedback, it's like, okay, so you did not answer the actual question, right? By the way, mock interview program, we've got it. It's virtual. It is happening June 13th, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I still got spots open. If you are interested in participating, email me. My email happens to be the letter J, J Hopper, H-O-P-P-E-R, at jfsdallas.org. Let me know, because I do still have spots, and uh, we might actually be getting, we got, we got, uh, we have five. Wow. Five people that are doing interviews. We have five interviewers. Might be getting six. All right. Yeah. It's, it's ramping up, guys. So let me know. And you don't have to be local. It's virtual, so you can be anywhere. You want to do it, let me know. Hit me up. Um, oh, that's the other, the other thing for receiving feedback is try not to argue. Yeah, exactly. Um, when we start to argue, put that wall up. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not the intent of the feedback. Feedback is to you when you want to grow. Right. And if you are defensive. Don't say it's defensive. You know, or yeah. you come in. Yeah. And you're not crossing your arms. No. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if the person giving you feedback says something that is hurtful or offensive, speak up. Yeah, for sure. I think it, I, I think it definitely helps to be assertive. Yes. Um, you but know. Not in an aggressive way. No, no, no. <laughs> but like, and that's one of the things too. Like, it, like, like if, if we were talking and you said something that upset me, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you. Yes. Like, you know what, Joe? Said that my hair looked weird. It made me really upset. <laughs> because if you don't tell the other person, it just kind of sits and it festers, and yes, and then it wrecks the trust, the psychological safety, and then things just start going down. Everything for sure, and that um, becomes a trigger for you. Um, Gabriella, thank you for putting my email in the chat. I do appreciate that. Sharon says, sign you sign you up, Sharon. I'm going to put you down for the mock interview. All right. You are down on the list. I will make sure to put you down. Jill, um, thanks for being on Cabinet Your Career Today. Thanks, Jason. Awesome. I appreciate it. It was fun. It was fun. I know. So our last question is always the... Um, Tony is now not in school, so it must be officially summer. I bet he's happy. He is happy. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing with him all summer, but that's okay. We'll figure that out. Um, so it's now summer. What is your favorite season? Ooh, I love spring. Spring? Yes. Okay. The flowers and the cool weather. Oh, I love spring. I like fall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, again, cooler weather. Right. It's usually a little bit uh I like leaves changing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um and fall is, is is where it's at for me. Unfortunately we live here in Texas, we don't have a really good fall. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so, 
What about you guys? Tell me what your uh, favorite season is in the chat, and uh, let me know. So next week, you know what we're talking about? I have no idea. I what don't are know. Talking about? No, I know. We're going to talk about. Allison will be back. Right. We will be talking about how to get unstuck in your job search, because all the times. People get stuck and they don't know what how to get unstuck. Yeah. Um, so that, that's going to be next week. So okay. this has been Kevin at your career for today. We'll see you guys next week. Everybody, continue to be awesome. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. See you later.